Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, Homo Sapiens listeners. I'm just jumping on here, did you hear me jump, to tell you that we have exciting news. If you want to listen to Homo Sapiens without the ads, now you can. You can subscribe to Homo Sapiens Plus on Apple Podcasts and all future episodes will be ad-free. How do you sign up? Well, go inside your Apple Podcasts app, go to our Homo Sapiens homepage, and the option to subscribe to Homo Sapiens Plus for £1.49 a month is there. There's also BT Dubs, a seven-day free trial available, so you can try before you buy, which is my favourite. I like to do that in the supermarket, whenever they've got a little snack being handed out. Anyway, I digress. Hello, part two with Sue. I do love it when it rhymes. Um, Sue Perkins... Why don't you go listening, Kins? No, that doesn't work. Sue Perkins is our guest. It's me and Alan interviewing her. You may have heard it before. If you haven't heard part one, go back to the feed and get it. Here it is. You know, I didn't experience homophobia. You know what I mean? My family were very liberal, but so much of it was just unspoken, that uh. stuff. It's just like... But isn't that weird? You just sort of carry, even though you have no experience of homophobia. I didn't have any experience of homophobia, and yet I, I managed to carry around a very deep shame. <laughs> Where did that come from? Well, yeah. Catholic come from, Church. I guess. Well, my parents are just so sweet and open-minded and receptive and anything you want to be is great. Mm. So it didn't come from them. But yeah, maybe just this sort of sense of... You've got centuries of yeah. stuff that you take Genetic on. Genetic sort yeah. of shit that you've... Weird, isn't it? It is a bit... It is a bit weird. I, I did have my first sort of sort of homophobic insult in 20 years recently and I thought well, I wonder if that's coming Fuck. back if so, what was happened just, I was just on the heath and a guy was just, just called me a bike I think he said you fucking dyke I just in 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 my you know that that, that phrase l'esprit d'escalier when you you, you you something bad happens and you, on the bus on the way home you think about all the brilliant things you should have said in that moment yes I had that very profoundly so at the time I just went I, I sort of went right up to him and said what did you say Mm. And he sort of postured a bit, as if he almost as if he was going to hit me. It was something almost like an intimation of something physical. And mm. I just thought, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to just stand here. I said, "What did you say?" Really calmly. But I remember my hand was out, so I just I wanted to keep that distance. Wow. If you come within the span of my the length of my arm, I know that something really bad is going to happen. And he just sort of buckled a bit. And he said, well, I just mean, you've got a nice face. Why would you... I just thought, what's my face got to do with you? Why would you work? And, it, and like... he was almost like trying to... He was... And so... And, and then he just... And I just said, you just... I'm just walking my dog. And I'm quiet. And I'm in a good mood. And I've got love for everyone here. And you've destroyed that. Mm-hmm. And you can't 
take that back today. Yeah. And I went off and I burst into tears. I'm not a great one for it. Because it was so shocking and so unusual. I'm so blessed. I never block people on Twitter. never have to. Everyone is kind and courteous. And I absolutely take everybody on board for who they want to be and who they, you know, profess that they are. And just, it had come out of, you know, as I say, it had been decades. Mm. On Hampstead Heath. On Hampstead Heath. And it was, and he was sort of loitering by the gents lose. And it was like, he looked like a sort of, and he had sort of reactor-like glasses on. It was like, really? the I... worst part of me wanted to say, if anyone's going to judge anybody on the, what they're doing <laughs> and where they are. Sexual you know. stereotypes. But I just mm. didn't want to get, I didn't want to replace knee-jerk unkindness with knee-jerk unkindness. Mm. It would have been a, a poor trade-off for me to, to make. But it, yeah. it's, it just interested me afterwards. And I was so jittery and upset afterwards that maybe it wasn't the first time yeah but i think before it was all under the radar no one has ever actually said that to me that's what i thought at the time i thought oh yeah that's back again but no that was the first time ever when i was growing up it was just mutterings and that it was Mm. all quiet quiet and a cultural thing that's just not quite right now it's all it's validated and it's So it takes that kind of harshness to puncture the bubble. Yeah, it was really... But I, I actually then just felt sad because I was sort of able to to kind of deal with it and move on from it. And there are some people who aren't as fortunate as I am mm. to be able to pay for therapy, mm. to, to to be able to live in a nice part of town where you can walk it off with a mm. lovely dog. Yes. And I just felt shit about that. Mm. But it doesn't undermine what happened as well. No, you know? but And that's... it's great that you spoke out to him because... Yeah, it's really good. hard in that moment. To well, it's interesting what you do, and when you and I felt very threatened by him, but it it was more of a homophobia aside. It was more of an indicator of what I would do if, yeah, in an aggressive situation. I thought mm. I might have to recalibrate that. I don't want to necessarily walk towards angry people. Again. I know I found that in a couple of situations. I thought, what did you do there? Yeah, you run at you it. You walked. I walked straight into it. That's great. But do you think that's pent up rage in, in, in you know, internal, you know, you're, there's things that you're angry about and you're like, I'm not going to stand down. I, I think it's also that I think I can fix people who are angry. Really? That's my, yeah, that's my thing. I think I can, my father, I felt like I, I, I you know, a couple of the relationships I've had in my life, I realise are people that I felt familiar with and loved and were angry and I felt I could fix them. I can make them happy. Do you have any success? No, <laughs> with none of those people. And but I, I had success in that I recognised the pattern and I stopped doing it. Mm. Well, with and, people yeah. that I stopped doing it with people that I was, you know, living with. I just, I, I mean, I, I occasionally now I realise with friends and things, I'm like, oh, I see. Oh, I've got to back away from this. I'm not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Situations like that are... They're very hard to walk away from in those situations where... It takes a while, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been in some of those situations and, and then I've gone away and talked about it. Um, you know, what's come back out of out of an hour talking about it is you're very visible in those moments. Mm. You're very alive in bad relationships. You're very, very alive indeed. You're very seen, you're very present, you're very... But it's not good. <laughs> you have to you have to remove yourself, mm. even at, as you you know. Drama yeah. makes you very yeah. 
always exciting in the moment and it's so exhausting over it's time. exhausting do you see of what it is in the moment if you're in one of those I, I think at the time yeah, no I mean time. I was much younger oh. I mean now I mean I just would avoid all of that oh, yeah. drama is I, I just have no interest in it I'd like to write it I'd like to be involved <laughs> in the world where you create it as you know kind of I'm always I'm always amazed by how altered I seem looking back at some of those relationships you know like mm. I was I, what, I was so in the thrall of someone I was so not I was so out of control of my own control mm. I find that fascinating and also being back here in London yeah it's great is that the scene of the crimes is that is it so you were rampaging around yeah. yeah and so just to, you know just actually very close to where I'm working and living right now it's very eerie Actually, I wonder if you can ever go back. You, I, I always say this when I think about coming back to college. You, I might meet myself on a on a street corner, not literally, obviously, but mm. just I might bits of the person I was then might seep into my consciousness. And mm. sometimes that's a brilliant idea because I'd be young and silly and carefree, but I'd also be stupid and feckless and so self defeating, and I'd be angry to be back there again. So it's weird, isn't it? When you, yeah. like you were saying, you go to the hairdressers and you have to confront the painful reality of this permafrosted god that you fell in love with mm. on a fucking window. And like yeah. you, you know, oh, I'm hairing around town. And I'm like, yeah, you are meeting yourself in a way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, but you're able to distance who you are now from that person. Did, you, you said um, you were talking about kids. Were you, is that because you do some mentoring or something? Or was I getting the wrong end of the stick? No, I do do, yeah, not not officially. I just kind of, I'm just the sort of every aunt that's just right. there. There was a, a sort of marvellous party a friend of mine had. I was pretty hammered and I thought, right, well, I need to just go in. For some reason I thought I need to go into my car, not to drive it, because it was past that point. I just be in the car in the quiet and just have a word with myself and sober up so they can then return and dance because I love dancing. Oh, me too. And, um... Two of the kids, sort of 13 and 14, just sort of snuck into the back of the car and they went, Perks, and of course we Perks, Perks, um, we need to talk to you. And I went, that's great. What do you need to say? And it was like, we're pansexual. And I said, uh... I love that. I'm really drunk. <laughs> I need to leave the vehicle because this is not the way I wish you to remember me. And they just toddled off. And that's all they wanted to say. Uh... They were pansexual. So cute. And I thought, this is I don't even, yeah. I don't even want to give that more weight than just, that's wonderful. Yeah. No, isn't that lovely? It's nice and to be able to share it with someone who you know is just going to get it. You know, it's really yeah. Well, important. I just, I've, but I've always been like that before, before, before all of the identity politics maelstrom. I've always just thought, just it's not ever, ever beholden to me to define who somebody else is mm. or to control their perception of their self or who or their trajectory in life. You could come and say you were anything and you want to do anything and I'd go, that's just knockout. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take anything from me for you to be who you are. Yeah. And why is it any more complicated for, than that for anybody? I just I don't, don't understand. understand it. I don't understand what anyone's sexual preferences have to bear on anybody else. Mm. I know. Or, or, you know, or how they see themselves or what, mm. you know, exactly their place in the world. It's, it's such a cause. It's, it's weird that you take against that. Mm. So much effort. Mm. So much effort to prescribe somebody else's shit. It's just a lot of effort and, and, and energy you didn't need to expend. I'm actually like, just, you know, occasionally there'll be kids that come around and they'll sort of loiter 
you know, I'll be cooking or something and I'll just hang about. And I, I know really, they might not even want to say something. They might want to def- not want to define who they are. They just want to be around somebody who's a bit different mm. from their parents. Right, yeah. And just have that energy for a bit. Yeah. And I'm also very childish. You know, I don't have a great deal of responsibility in life and I just prick about. And I'll just, I have very few boundaries. So I'm like, yeah, what do you want to do? Yeah, that's great. I'm not a parent. Oh, of course. Great. We must let off fireworks now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, you know, I just, I don't care because it's not. Yeah, I do have a trampoline. I have a trampoline too. Yeah. No. I knew you would have a trampoline. I rebranded as a rebounder. You know that the Americans call them rebounders. Oh, they? really? So, yeah, you can say, I mean, it's based in an adult, slightly highly strong adult trumpet. But the oh. idea is that, the connotation of that is it's fitness. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. But no, it's yeah, just yeah. so you can fling yourself into the air. And also yeah. what's great about trampoline, and I can't believe more people haven't got into this, is you can have one and it's it, it basically the only legal way you can spy on a neighbour. So you can just basically, <laughs> hey, there it is. Yeah. You can just, both sides, you can see yeah. what's going on, who's shagging who. Yeah. But you burn, you burn more calories on a trampoline than running. Oh, it's, it's so, oh, I go on my trampoline for like a minute and a half, I'm like, whoop. Oh, you pooped. You yeah. try star jumping on that, you are neat yeah. within 30 yeah. seconds. Or, do you do, the do you? Do so have you got one that's got sort of netting around it? No, it's oh, like that. It's a big one like that, but it just don't have the netting. Yeah, same. Because that's the kind of guy I am. I would yeah. shit myself with. Also, netting. children there, or sometimes children go on it, but it's not. I'd let you know if I if I'd lots if I if I had children or if more children. I mean, it's no, we don't have netting. I don't know why I'm trying to justify we don't. That's have netting. hardcore. But you know, it's funny that because this Christmas I had to do because you have family around and lots of different people you don't see that much all gather together. I felt like I was the spokesman for identity politics. They were like, so what is this pansexual? I need to know. Yes. And what is they? What and is non-binary? What is, you know, and what is non-binary? And is it the same as this? And da, 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 you know, and I was like, okay, everybody one at a time, okay? Take, take a ticket and I'll answer your question. And you sort of, I get that a lot. It's like, I don't want to be the person that defines, even defining what those things mean yeah. feels slightly, yeah. slightly wrong. responsibility. If, if they yeah. want to say they're not, but let them, the person who's non binary define it for you not somebody who Ask them. is exactly a woman and I that's how I define myself so I don't wish to speak for that community I don't speak for anybody apart from myself but they, you know, because they said so what is this person I said just ask them they were like okay and then the one thing that I thought yeah, just was, go and ask the questions I found really useful was everyone was like so what I have to call someone they I mean that's not even grammatically correct oh, and God. I said so think about it like this if you have a friend who is coming for dinner and they are bringing a friend, but you don't know whether, you don't know who it is, so you don't know if it's a boy or a girl, mm. you happily use they. You go, do they eat cheese? Are they vegan? Like, you know, yeah. that's... In the same way that when people dance around their sexualities, they use a gender-neutral pronoun. Yeah. It's completely, it's a way that most people like, yeah. okay, yeah. sort of coped early doors yeah. by yeah. fudging, fudging, fudging with a gender-neutral. Yeah, so so it, it's... You've been it, doing it. You know, that was... And everyone yes. was like, oh, okay. For yeah, generations, yes, it's, been, it's been being done. And that's so true about the fudging thing, but that's, yeah. that's how you would do it. Like your um, partner... I hate partner. Do you? Partner. Yeah. I actually really... I think it, because I think, I think it's, a, it's, it's, it's got, for me, it has a, le- a leftover from a, f- a fudgy time where, you, where you'd say my partner and you wouldn't have to define the sex. Mm. And it also seems to me like, well, are they, do you, like, are you in a business together? Or are you, are you I get that. I mean, I wouldn't refer to my... Partner. My girl, a, a girlfriend as, as partner. But I, do you know what? I love it 
when straight people do. I think it's a. In, I, I find yes. that a very inclusive, you, yes, wonderful that, way yeah. of. About your partner or theirs? Or just no. their, they refer to their... their oh, right, right, yeah. Like, yeah, I like it when... Straight, I understand yeah, what you mean. Straight, straight, straight friends people do it and refer to their husbands as their partner. I, th- yeah. I think that's a deeply... It's opening up uh, to yeah, not being... I, yes. Well, it's yeah. opening up to not being what we used to use it for. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I, I might not wish to define my girlfriend in that way, but... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How do you feel yeah. about girlfriend and it, boyfriend? It feels a little infantilizing. Infantilizing, yes. Mm. I just think the name is fine. <laughs> I just think, but also I don't necessarily wish them to have, to be defined in relation to me. They are their own, mm-hmm. as you say, Grant. Yeah. He's Grant. And yeah. I, say my, just, I say my husband, he's my husband. But yes. I also like my man. I call him my man. Yes. Yeah, I noticed you, you asked me about William, my husband. You said you're man. Nice. It kind of feels. It like is really nice. My woman, of course, of has very different, uh, uh, horribly yeah, appropriate. Uh, yes, yeah. so would would never be able to, in any way, do that because it feels like. Uh, it well, it just feels like they're my possession. Of course, it's much more. It's it's uh, for women. We th- that's much more of a hot potato. You know, I don't want to be anybody's woman. It just feels right. I, right. So much baggage with that. Yeah, so ownership nice. and. Mm. Yeah. Interesting, it isn't it? God. Yeah. It was always like how. Because George Michael in the Daily Mail always had lovers, not boyfriends. It's like, why is he a lover? Why can't he just be his boyfriend? But they were always trying to make out the the lifestyle element, you know, that it was all so um, seedy. Exactly. It's sort of, that there could be no emotional. But I guess guess that's something that that gay men sort of suffer from a lot is that, that... your identity is often seen by certain sections of the, the, the media as, um, you know, you, it's all sexualized, all about sex. Totally. Sex, 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 sex. Mm. And it must be, whereas I suppose for women, it's all about emotions, drama, the, you know. Mm. And of course, we have a lot of sex and you have a lot of emotion. And it's mm. like, that, that there often feels like, are there an us thing going on even in the gay community? Yes. It's weird. Yeah, yeah fascinating. Do you feel that is for... Gay women, that it is about the emotion. Is that the sort of headline? Well, that's somebody else's headline. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I've had relationships which are extremely emotionally sort of um, connected and simpatico, and ones that have just been driven by lust and by, and you, in the cold light of day, you think, oh, don't know that we have shared values mm. but sometimes shared yes, values no I, I just want to yeah exactly <laughs> who wants to what's more interesting to discuss shared values or just oh my god look at you and then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so it's, it's and like then, yeah, so you communicate I've done that where you, it's the only way you actually communicate mm. is by sex that yeah was, the litmus test was always for me did I want would I be happy to bump into a friend with them that's when I knew if I liked them or if it was just sex if we're walking down the street and you bump into a friend and be like, oh, this is door-to-door, if you're a bit like, 
Ah, this, I don't want you to enter my actual world. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I think you can still... Like, well, I've had the ones that have completely entered my world and I st- still don't want to communicate by sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no. short-lived, thankfully. Yeah. But I guess, I guess those things can only be short-lived because, you know, after a while, you need to be able to communicate in other ways than just sex. You need but to, the yes. difference is... Because there's a limited uh, alphabet. A limited palette alphabet. Yeah. But also, I, I'm sometimes deeply envious of... Uh, I mean, maybe this, again, is I don't want to sell men short and their complex needs and desires, but women just produce so much oxytocin when we have sex that you just... We're slaves to our hormones. Mm. I mean, you're slaves perhaps to your own set of hormones, but mm. we want to... Our biological imperative is... Mm. Oh, I really, I'm just really like you now because mm. we've shared some fluids mm. and you find yourself being pulled even towards people that aren't right for you through a hormonal affiliation. Mm. Whereas I've always been slightly envious of sort of gay male friends of mine who've just gone, yeah, I mean, they're great and we have sex and we have a laugh and then I don't see them. See you on campus. Mm. And then you can take your time in that environment where you aren't overwhelmed by love hormones to work out whether they're really right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm slightly jealous of that. Mm. Yeah, I can see. I, I can see that why you would be jealous of why, that. Why sex it's isn't pretty great. Of, yeah, well, you can you can just divorce sex and love, and you can. Yeah, and I'm not saying you always do. I don't wish to. And also, I think that. it's really great when people have relationships that started as sort of sex things mm. and then they you know I think that's really I like that yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you right because you it's, we're all sort of playing therapist to one another in this sort of triumvirate I think that's what this podcast might be <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think all great podcast should be exactly that <laughs> ruminatory but it's interesting that you were saying oh you know London and I'm coming back home to this sort of you know this idea of the young me but you didn't talk about Scotland in that way and that's also your cradle that's your oh I do, I do think of Scotland I, I just mean I, I I love Scotland I spent 10 years here in London and can I can I just say I got really super drunk <laughs> about six months ago and I direct messaged Nicola Sturgeon <laughs> and I really? said when you achieve glorious independence can I please come and be a citizen and I thought and as soon as I sent it I thought oh god it might not have been my finest <laughs> did you hour play? she did uh, she said you would be most welcome uh, and he loves so her even nice. more for that I wanted to ask people talk to you about cakes all the time sometimes they tend to talk to me now about why I don't do cakes all the time and they're sort of sad that we don't do it. And why did you go? And what happened? Mm. And but like, I mean, eating cakes. Oh, there's some. I used to do just a gig, and I was doing a book tour, and people would bring cakes, and they would. Uh, the provenance was not established, so they would just appear from tin foil, uh-huh. and there'd be slices off, so it had been mm. cut. So, and I wouldn't have known the conditions in which it was cut, and nice. then there would be. The thing is, when somebody wants you to taste their cake, there's just a. You can't say no. You can't, and then it's you, and then you have to sort of publicly eat it, and then and and I'd always sort of say, but I'm not, I, I, I'm not a judge. You know, I would be the person watching the people watching the oven. So I was like sort of far back, telescope far back from that. And also, that, yeah. but, you, but there wouldn't have been vegan cakes. No, no, I was not vegan at the time. That's oh. a, a latter kind of a, a latter kind of understanding of mind and latter movement. But yeah, I I'm really grateful for it now. All the dust has settled because it just means. Like today, I just was pottering off to work, and three people came and hugged me on the tube. And I'm quite oh, huggy, I'm quite sort of benign, and I just want everyone to get along. And I'm sort of it's and nice it's because of the cake show. Yeah, because they think they know me. It's yeah. like a shortcut, and I like. How do you that. know it's about the cake show? They say. Yeah. 
Right. Or something. It might be sometimes be because of travelling. It tends to be if a lot of sort of second, third generation kind of Indian kids will come up and talk to me about the Ganges because I went on this big oh. pilgrimage there and to the source of the Ganges, and it's this big Hindu pilgrimage that they want to make one day. So they'll come and ask me, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a very good Hindu. I'm a Catholic, but I'll talk to you about shit. And then you wow. end up hugging, and it's oh. yeah. And I love that. I think that's the, one of the great, the great privilege of my job is I just get to. Be hugged and hugged strangers. Well, you told you told a lovely story, which is in that kindness vein, where because when you first started Bake Off, they were trying to make it really intense on the yeah. on the contestants, right? Yeah, well, they that? would just shove cameras in people's faces and go, "Why are you making this? You know, this marmalade loaf?" And the guy would go, "It reminds me of my grandma. What happened to your grandma, Mark?" Oh no! And they cry, mm. cry about their dead family, and and so where we resigned, we resigned on at ten a.m. on the second day, and said. Uh, we always resigning from everything. We just walk away. We glibly walk away. Meanwhile, there's a sort of collective sigh of sort of managers, agents, and you know. but um, yeah, it was really aggressive. And uh, I suppose that was the vernacular in television at the time. But you um, wanted to try and get yeah. tears. Yeah, the because it was X Factor. So I, I don't blame right. the production company. I don't. There's mm-hmm. no judgment there. It's just you know that's how you do it. It's one of those shows, and it's just like you know jeopardy, 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 ramp up all that crap. Yeah, yeah. And we were just like, mm, no, we don't roll like that. We're never going to be the funniest people in the room. Or, but we can really try to be the nicest, and it's such a thing. You know, nice has become such a sort of, you know, it's, it's a, a, a disparaging word. I think we should co-opt it. What's wrong with that? I know. Yeah. Well, be decent. Yeah. Well, that's be Harry. kind. Yeah. I, I love Harry Styles, and his oh, thing so is, beautiful. His thing is TPWK: treat people with kindness. Harry. Now I love him even more. And it's just Me like, too. Just be kind. He's beautiful inside and out, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, it seems to be, he seems to be. Yeah, the I've done stuff with dude. him, and, and everyone. That, so what have you done with him? Real, real <laughs> jealousy there. Yeah, yeah, it was real. It was violent, a real other side. Not that violent sex you were talking about. Like. <laughs> and just a real whip pan of a head no, as well. Just like I've got a bad neck. I know. you looking at him. That was almost exorcist. But so, so what did you do with Harry? My, my future ex-boyfriend. Tell him. I directed a video for One Direction. <gasps> what? Wait, you can put that under a bushel. And um, are they all nice, or is Harry just the stellar? He so he <clears> went <throat> round and shook every single person's hand on set when he left. Like in the distance, was like, "Hi, I'm Harry. Just want to say goodbye." Someone was up a ladder. Hi, I'm Harry. Just want to say goodbye. And there was no. Calculation. He just, I think, in order to, this is me completely guessing, in order to entertain himself living that weird job, mm. he just went, instead of became, becoming insular, he decided to engage with that mm. That's great. And I just thought, that's really cool. And they're all sweet. He has beautiful hair oh. and a great way. Yeah. And I always think, good with kids, that I, I mean, he's starting to look at me, I just think, God, oh, if he had a son like that. Yeah. That's how old I am now. It's just, he's like, oh, it's like my... Well, I'm still a like my. <laughs> I know that. You don't need to... That was evident. From the like, very... Yeah, I couldn't work that out. <laughs> yeah. Really? Like a wet pan of my neck. <laughs> my neck's completely fine again. And no, on one... that bombshell. <laughs> Harry is cured. We need to get Alan back to the acupuncturist. We have to get Harry to do this. Yeah. Okay. No, that's entrapment. <laughs> but can I say that now, Linders? I'm not, you know, don't do it. It's a sex yeah, way. Don't do it, Sex word. They'll say they're interested my, in your biography. It's a sex word. Yeah, yeah. They grab me by my, my, my frills. Jungle book <laughs> eyes. Oh, the snake eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next week, we'll be speaking to John Paul Brammer. He's the one behind 
Hola Papi, which is that amazing and very famous sort of wry and funny Agony Uncle advice column for queer people and beyond. Uh, so we're going to answer some Agony Uncle questions with John and we're going to talk about falling in love with straight friends. Dun, dun, dun. Don't forget to sign up to our Stonewall event. The link is in the bio. Get in touch at Homo Sapiens on Instagram, at Homo Sapiens Podcast on Facebook. Send me your comments, questions, Agony Uncles. Hello at Homo Sapiens Podcast.com. It's been another glorious week of chatting to you listeners. Thank you so much for stopping by. I'm sending you love. I'm sending you hugs. I'm sending you kisses. I'm sending you Stonewall events that you need to sign up for online. I'm sending you thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining this community. From the Hilton LAX airport and my postage stamp size window, goodbye until next week. Let's hope I take off on the runway this time, eh? Bye! Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Powered by Spirit Studios.